You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanproject.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Man Project. I'm your host, Ted Rice, and I have a very special guest today. I have my friend and professional bodyguard, Traeger, in the house today. We're gonna be talking about all his adventures, traveling around, doing these bodyguard gigs, but he does way more than that. And he's the guy that I go to when I need to be inspired as a man, when I need to step my game up as an alpha man. And I'm just really happy to have him here today. You, what up, what up? What's going on? Glad to be here. I've been back home for a couple days and then fly back out tomorrow, so. Glad we can finally get this done. Absolutely, man. And thank you so much for doing that too. It's really good to have you here. So Steve, we like to start things off with a motivational quote, success quote. All right, all right, I got you. Let me see, Uh, you know what? I hear a lot of guys saying, oh, I'm tired or whatever. A lot of guys, I need my sleep. And then my thing is, nothing but dreams come when you sleep. Nothing but dreams come when you sleep, guys. So the longer you sleep, the more you're missing. Dreams and hard-ons, dreams and (laughs) hard-ons. If you have adequate test levels. Another one which I've been using recently. Dress for the money you want to make. Nothing but dreams come when you sleep and dress for the money you want to make. Yeah, that's great stuff because especially the dressing for the money you want to make, some guys don't really feel like it's authentic for them to... It's very real, my friend. Yeah, you got to step your game up, guys. You got to listen to Steve. Suits pressed, the waiter fitted. Spend the money on having the clothes that fit you to accentuate your best features, you know? Just like in your game. Accentuate your best features. Don't work on the stuff that you're not good at. Don't bring that to the light you know use the things that you're good at accentuate them same thing physically yeah and something that you're really good at is handling all these social situations because as a bodyguard even if you're a big guy you're what like six three two hundred forty pounds yeah like 230 now 225 even i've lost weight since i've been on tour i don't know eat and sleep a lot but like i said i wasn't brought in to fight you know, even though I can fight, it's like, I, that's not my job. My job is to, you know, we're in a lot of these places. He's hanging out with, you know, multimillionaires. Some of these guys are billionaires, I was telling you. It's like, you know, and he, he's on a higher level. So he brought me in to kind of just clean up the image a little bit with his entourage and stuff. So it's... Uh, you want to name that individual? Oh, Little that? John. No, Little John. Oh, okay, no, he brought okay. me on. So it's like, you know, so I can talk to the business owners, the the, he's, the people he's got projects going on with, the club owners. We're out in Vegas a lot. We go to do his shows at casinos, casino owners. So just to kind of like he's stepping his game up. And so, and, and it hold, makes me hold myself accountable as well. Right. Like I can't get influenced by, so if he sees me based on any decision based on emotion, like if I'm angry and I make a decision based on that, it shows how unprofessional I really am. If I'm letting the groupies influence me, like if I'm, if there's girls are flirting with me and I'm flirting back, I'm going to be out of my game. I'm going to be making the wrong decision based on lust. Lust, jealousy, anger, greed, any of those, they're just going to mess you up. 
Yeah, so what you're saying is you got to really control your emotions, yes. especially when the pressure's on, right? Yes, that's when it is. You know from fighting. Yeah. You know. What happens if you go in there and guess what? You're going to get tired. We've all seen the athletes not perform because they're going with, through something with their wife or something. So. And guys, Steve and I actually met in a jiu-jitsu class. Yeah, yeah. And we, what, about 10 years ago or Longer something than like that. that? Longer than that, yeah. Wow. So we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. And we've actually worked together a few times. Actually, he asked yeah. me to work for him that at a nightclub on New Year's Eve South in Beach. Miami Beach. South Beach, yep. Yeah, <laughs> really crazy. Yeah. So man, you know, you're so great at handling these situations. Sure. Can you Thank talk you. about, yeah, of course, brother. And uh, can you talk about what guys are doing wrong when they yeah. go into the club, with just the way they present mm -hmm. themselves in general, mm -hmm. but especially at nighttime when you get to see them because you're out all the time. Well, there's a number of things I see wrong, obviously. Not so many I see right, but um, I would say the stuff I see wrong is first of all, know the pond you're fishing in. You know, like I said before, I've said this before, like you gotta be in the right place. You know, if you're around guys dropping twenty, thirty thousand dollar tables, it's like don't go hang around those guys and try and pick up those girls over on that side. You're just gonna get let down. You gotta go somewhere to where you can where your game is on, you know? And so it's it's like first of all you gotta pick the right place to go to. Know how much money you can spend, what your budget is, where you can go, know what kind of women you're dealing, are you dealing with gold diggers, are you dealing with regular chicks, are you dealing with goth chicks, are you dealing with country girls, are you dealing I mean it just depends. Where are you at? Are you like an underground hole in the wall? So know where you're going, have that dress for that situation. Don't overdress, don't underdress, just be cool. And you know what? Just be cool. That's a big thing I say, just be cool. Don't act so desperate, you know? Don't feel like the sense of urgency. Go up and have no expectations either. Don't say, you know what? I'm going out to get laid tonight. No, this is wrong. And be a gentleman no matter what. Be a right. gentleman, be cool, say excuse me, thank you. Have some wittiness, if that's your thing. If you're not that sharp, let, get her to talk, you know? And, and that's it, and drop something in there. Right. You know, watch the mannerisms, watch what excites her, you know, and if they're not interested, whatever, you know. Yeah, there's so many women out there's there. so many. Go, man, keep it moving, you know. Keep the wheels spinning. Don't worry about that. Yeah, and guys, by the way, Steve is, I know there's probably a lot of guys out there who've studied the pickup arts, who've read some books on how to pick up women, who've maybe even done some boot camps or done some studying. Steve is the best guy with women that I've ever met. And uh, well, with meeting women in clubs and picking them up, I mean, we won't go wow, into too many great. stories. That's a, that's a big compliment, but I don't think so, but. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I don't, you hang out in the environment where you see like the serious Max. Yeah, I work in the environment, yeah. You yeah, work yeah, in yeah. the environment and you have to be a professional. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But you know you could go out. Oh and, yeah, now once in a while I'll still do it and burn it down, but. It's like, uh, it feel like work a lot of times. So it's like, yeah, no, of course. And you know, how many numbers do you have in your phone? I bet you can't even count with all the women that you meet. Oh, I can't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I have them at different, you know, a lot of times, I always say, this is one of the things I say, like I have my sword. It doesn't mean I necessarily have to sleep with a chick. It's like using a sword, I relate it. This is an analogy. Sure. It's like, I keep my sword razor sharp, but I don't use it, but I still keep it sharp. And that's like the game. You gotta keep your game sharp. If you're sitting in your home every day, jerking off the point, you know, online or whatever you're doing, you know, you're not gonna get very far. Go out and have a conversation with somebody. Go out somewhere, start a random conversation with an elderly person, with someone of a different race, and just talk to them and just see how well the conversation goes. Because that's how you're gonna build your game. Just talking to people. There has to be versatility in your game. If there's not, then you're not gonna, the situation starts getting angry or not going your way, you're not gonna know how to control it. Right. You know, speak to their tone. Don't over talk them. Don't make them feel stupid. 
which I've made that mistake before, just talking too much and making a chick feel stupid or talking about myself. Get her to talk about herself. You gotta keep your game sharp and it's practice. Muhammad yeah. Ali said, real quick, sure. repetition is the mother of perfection. It's no different from your game. No yeah. different. Yeah, no, that's great advice. And keeping your sword sharp, that's something that you've yeah. told me a lot. Yeah. And that's something that has inspired me too, yeah. man. Yeah. Because it is, it's that practice. Even if you don't go in for the kill, you still need to keep it sharp. Yes. You need to yes. practice things. Practice things that'll get her excited. Like what'll move her, like a lot of things. I'll tell me, I'll throw a drink, I'll say, oh, you're, you're pretty cool. Maybe I should fly you to Miami sometime. And I'll be in another city and I'll see her reaction. I say, oh, okay, she thinks I have a lot of money now. You know, I'm not poor, but I'm not freaking wealthy. So it's like, so, oh, okay, I'll watch her pupils dilate. I'll, I see them light up, oh, your posture changed a little bit. But you can throw out certain things, right. see what works. It's just like bait, man. You throw that thing in the pond, you're not getting any hits, you know. Yeah, that's one thing I really like about you and watching you when you're out is you talk a lot, but yeah. you get them to talk. Usually if you're yeah. talking, you're just making jokes, small talk, yeah. trying to get people to feel comfortable. Exactly, to laugh. yes, yes. You're not trying to tell them how great you are or what yeah. you're doing. Yes. You get them to tell you yeah. to try to figure them out. That's part of your whole game. Yes. Like, why do you think that's so important? And what can you tell the guys out there listening to kind of get more dialed into paying attention to the person in front yeah. of them? And body language. Pay attention to her body language. You know, you'll see when she gets excited. You'll see if she's turned halfway around. If she's not facing you, I mean, move on. Right. It's like, man, keep it going and move on and don't seem too desperate. Just see, you know what? Even if she doesn't like you, you can still leave there saying, damn, that's a cool dude. Right. You know, he's cool. I'd rather leave with that than, than anything. Damn, he's cool. That guy was actually a normal guy. At least you left with positive energy. Don't create negative energy. Stay away from it. Be a gentleman. Buy her a drink. If she's talking to you for at least five minutes. Right. And she's still not interested, but she'd be a nice buyer drink. Right. You know, at least, you know, you can learn something from her. Yeah. It's like, you can learn how to talk and what moves them and control them. You don't necessarily have to be, you know, you can keep them entertaining, get them, see what makes them laugh. It's like, you can learn something from everybody, even if it's what not to do. And you can learn something. <laughs> right. I've seen guys fall on their face. Not literally. I literally have seen that too, but <laughs> like, you know, and spitting game with a chip. Wow. Okay. I will never do that. You know, that is not good. He is pushing the envelope. You know, he's being too touchy. He's being this. He's right. in her personal space. And like you said, be a gentleman. Make her feel comfortable. Make her friends feel comfortable. Don't just direct your conversation towards one person a huge yeah. mistake right yes big only mistake. guys only go for the hot chick no now, i'm talking to fat chick right but excuse me i don't know if any fat your wives are fat or anything like that but you know i got love for the big girls so <laughs> you know? yeah you talk to everybody you've kind of helped me with that as well because yeah. you're a very social person you're actually really kind of intimate big and intimidating looking like if people don't know you but you do a great job of opening them making up them feel comfortable. and making yeah. them feel comfortable. Yeah. And something that you told me really stuck with me because you know, you're a badass dude. If you need to get physical and throw down, you will. But you said the definition of a gentleman is making other people feel comfortable. There's someone that makes everybody around them feel comfortable. Yes, so true. And it, it is so true. You make everybody feel comfortable. If there's a guy in the group of chicks, I'll work on him for a little bit. I mean, I want everybody to feel comfortable. But man, this guy's cool. And just to test to see what you can do. See if you're capable of doing that. And test and see if you can do that and what you're doing wrong. And, and a lot of times you can do that. Just talk to groups of people. And then it's so funny. Sometimes I'll meet a chick that's like, 
angry or just like in her own thing or she thinks she's the shit and I just want to see if I can drop her guard. Right. That's it. I won't even be into her. She won't even be like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can just get her to drop her guard a little bit. Right. Let me see what approach and I'll play the standoffish or I'll make a joke about something, you know, not even related to her or something or I'll make a joke with the bartender and I'll look at the corner of mine or I'll look off the mirror, off the bottles or whatever and see if she laughs or, and that's the thing, you know, and, and you can test, test your game. Oh, they got a high guard up. She's got something. A lot of times it's, it's not even about with something. If someone starts a fight with me bodyguarding or chicks pissed off, it's something going on with them. It has nothing to do with me. So I don't take anything personal. Right. I did when I was younger, but I don't now. And so it's like, I understand. So that person, they have some issues going on. So, right. you know, you might be able to talk to them on Monday, but Wednesday they're going through something a bad day at work. It's not happening. So don't take things personal. Just that goes along with being cool. Don't let them take you out of your element. Just be cool and be in a good mood. If you're in a bad mood and you go out, you're probably not going to have that much luck. Watch a good comedy when you before you go out. Laugh with your boys. Pre-game somewhere. I've said this before. Pre-game at a place where you know your stock is high. Go hang out somewhere where you know you know the bartender. Everybody's cool. Or you know you know, the chicks aren't the hottest, but you know you're the man there. You know, go there yeah. first. And then go out, go, you know, you know, hang with your boys, like, you know, whatever you got to do to boost that confidence and get yourself more comfortable. That's great advice. And it's something I learned from you and something that you hear from a lot of people who like yourself have high level game. Steve, one thing you said about helping guys feel comfortable and mm -hmm. seeing if you can drop their guard. Can you tell that story that you told me about the time you were working at the door? So, okay. Yeah. So, you know, I was really busy and I got hired to do the door there and I was asking for more money than anybody, than the previous guys had and I knew I was good at what I did but I was like and I was like okay so anyway so I'm there and I'm trying to delegate a few different things I'm doing wristbands checking the VIP list I'm also taking money, which the girl at the register was supposed to be doing, right? But, because I'm working deals with them. I'm trying to sell bottles at the same time, and I don't want to turn anybody away, but we have a dress code, you know? Yeah, sure. Nice. So there's one guy, for whatever reason, I can't remember what it was, I wasn't letting him in for free or something. They wanted to charge 20 bucks. I was like, listen, man, listen, go pay the 20 bucks. There's a lot of girls in there, whatever it is. It's cool. You know, and, and the guy got angry. At some point, I was just ignoring him because I had people that were paying coming in. And I'm not going to let them wait. So for whatever reason, he got angry at me. He starts, you know, saying when to fight me and all that. I said, man, bro, really? So I mean, he kicked my butt and all this stuff. And, and so I tell and then the guy's sitting there, you know, he, he wants to fight. I'm like, okay, this guy's not small. He wants to do something. I'll do something. You know, whatever, man. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, what's up? I mean, you really want to fight me? I said, you know what? I said, you know what, jerk off? Why don't you meet me around the corner right there in that back? Make it right there in that little alley right there. I'll be back. Meet me back there in exactly five minutes. I'll give you what you want. Right. So I'm working. I'm just rushed at the door. Anyways, like 10 minutes goes by. The guy comes back. <laughs> Where are you at? Were you scared? Whatever. I said, dude, I took, and I had already started making tips. So, right. for me, making money is above everything. Yeah, sure. Once you let anger or lust or anything start getting away, you making money, you're making a big mistake. I always yeah. say with the old rappers, you say MOB. Money over bitches. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's how I said, you get the money, they'll come, the women will come. So, I was making, I, I totally forgot, you know, because when I, when I said I wanted to fight him, somebody else was like, yo, I want to get a table for so and so. And I was getting come I was like, whoa, this guy started, you know, he had a black card and pulled it out. So, I am immediately forgot about this yeah, jerk off. Sure. You know, this jerk off even out of a black card. You know? <laughs> so anyway, so the guy, you know, he comes back and then he goes, oh, don't you go fight me, you scared. This guy said, bro, you know what? And I'm still haven't quite seated them. They weren't happy in the seat they were in the table, the other table. So I'm still working on this. I'm still drunk. I said, bro, you know what, man? I totally forgot, which I did. I forgot. I said, man, I totally forgot about you. So you know what? Listen, you seem like a cool guy. Listen, here, I'll give you a free drink pass. I'm working on Saturday which is like two days later, come by and see me, I'll give you a free drink, here it is. And I, I'll take care of you, whatever. I just wanted to get away from there because he's gonna be in the way of me making money. Sure. So the guy leaves 
And then I see the guy on Saturday. He comes back. He's like, bro, you know what, man? I felt so bad. I had just broken up with my girlfriend. Dude, you were so cool and all that. And the guy was, guy was actually cool. Right. And then we start talking. Then he looked at my ear and saw I had cauliflower ear. and was like, bro, what do you guys know? I used to fight, you know, I didn't, you know, quite a bit. And you know, a lot of jujitsu comedy said, oh my gosh, you would have beat the crap out of me. And I said, well, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Most likely, yeah. But, <laughs> and the guy was yeah. like, wow, I can't believe you do. You were so cool. You made me feel like such a, you know, and right. I feel so bad. I said, yeah, man, you know what? Sometimes I understand you going through stuff but it was so funny how I turned it around and the guy was super cool the guy had a great time there ended up meeting another chick I made him look good in front of the other girl but sometimes when you give out that positive energy it'll come back to you it's right. like now so now when I work I have everybody's best intentions in mind until you try and screw me right until you try and screw me if it's screw me then it's definitely gonna be screw you so yeah 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 that's a great thing and it's like man if it's screw me it's definitely gonna be screw you so like you know and so but I have the best intentions for everybody. I tell people, hey, listen, this is our level with them. This is what it is. You know, and so I think that now that I have better intentions for people, mm -hmm. that my karma or chi or when my spirituality is in the right place, I'm having better luck. You give out that positive energy, you keep putting it out there, it's gonna come back. Yeah. It's gonna come back. You have good intentions, and even the, just the, the act of if you're trying to be good towards people, it's gonna change your mood. When something bad comes your way, it's not gonna affect you because you're thinking on a positive note. And then, you know, and it's like, whatever, okay, this chick's not into whatever, cool, you know, I'll keep it moving. You know, I don't need to be around impressing you or whatever. Or, yeah, so. no, and there's two really great points that I want guys to take away from that mm -hmm. story mm -hmm. is that number one, if you're going out and you know, you don't feel like you're an important because that's probably he didn't feel like you were maybe giving him the respect. He was kind of out of his element and trying to impose himself mm -hmm. on you in a way that wasn't wrong, cool. way. wrong, wrong way. way. And we can talk a little bit about what guys should do. But the other thing is that you were able to be the bigger person, be yeah. the alpha man, the alpha male, and be the leader yeah. and take control of that situation yeah. and turn it into a good thing. Verbal judo, man. And you know? we're not afraid to get into a fight. You've been in many I, fights. I had actually just got a new vest and got it tailored. So I really didn't want to fight. That's why I didn't do it there. So it's like a lot of times I'll buy a new suit. And that's so funny. If I'm wearing a new suit, I stop wearing nice watches at work. But when I wear a new suit and it's like to get these things tailored to fit me is like, it's not cheap, the whole process. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of times I'll be like, it was tighter, night, too tight around the neck, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, loose around the waist. So it's like, it's funny. Like the first night I go out, someone's starting off. I'm like, really? I just bought this suit, man. I just got it tailored. I had a vest, double the breasted vest or whatever, dress shirt. I'm like, I just don't want to mess up my suit. So I'm like, listen, I'm trying to be really nice to you. I'm trying to, how can I accommodate you? I really don't want any problems. You seem like a nice guy, whatever. I can tell him. I'm patronizing him, making him feel like he's a big winner. Sure. When he's really being a jerk off, but I just don't want to mess my suit up. Right. I'm like, man, I don't want to mess this suit up, man. You know, I got to go to three more cities and the next two days so yeah it's like it's so. not worth it to you because no, you're no. a man on a mission yeah, you don't man. have time for that you know a couple guys tried to pick a fight with me recently in Miami Beach it guys it happens here a lot in Miami Beach it's just one of those places that you know where Sometimes guys, they feel like they're kind of down and out and yeah. they want to take their anger out. Or I had a guy yeah. today, a homeless dude, pissed on my tire while I was in CVS. Yeah. I came back out and he was walking away from my car. I saw what he was doing. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, bro, do you got any money? You know, he's like some surfer white dude. Yeah, pissing you know, on your tire. Yeah, pissing on my tire. They asked me for money. I'm like, 
Yeah, I like that, man. You pissed on my tire and then asked me for money. You should probably reverse the order or something. Yeah, 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 I like change that. Change your game around. Yeah. And I really wanted to beat the crap out of him, man. Worth it, yeah. it wasn't worth my time. And you ask him, when has that ever worked for you in life? Where you piss the guy off, then you ask him for money. When has that ever worked for you? Yeah. That's what I would have asked him. Like, yeah, I was I had a little fun with him, but yeah. you just gotta and you know what? He stared me down in my car as I drove away, staring like he's yeah. a big dude. I could have smashed him. It doesn't matter, not guys. It. It's not worth it. Yeah. If I go to jail for some homeless dude, I had a, I had, I had a homeless guy in Orlando you know? try and fight me, and he dropped and says, "You know what? I ain't scared of you." He was real racist, said a bunch of racist stuff, and I was walking with a black guy, video guy from Little John, walking. He just threw his bag. So let's fight right now. And I turned to fight him, and I was like. I looked at him and I was like, he was like a smaller black guy. And I looked at him and I kind of just said, you know what? I just turned around. I seen if he was going to step forward, but he just put his hands up through his bag down. <laughs> right. And he had a few distance and I was like, if he comes forward, I'm going to crack him. Right. And I was like, he stayed there and I said, you know what? We're in a very busy area. And I was like, most likely the cameras aren't going to see what was said. So I can't move forward. I got to let him initiate. Right. So I just turned around and walked away. And I was like, man, I should have cracked him. I should have cracked him, you know? And I was thinking the whole time and I went to eat. And then the other guy that was John's friend, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't see that go down, man. You could have hurt that guy or whatever. But the guy right. was like, I ain't scared. I'd knock out guys bigger than you all the time talking. And then we were walking back. He's sleeping on the sidewalk. The guy's homeless. And I'm like, man, imagine that. <laughs> right. I'd have knocked him out outside of the hotel we were staying at, the W. And there's cameras everywhere. They would have tracked me down. What did you knock this guy? Oh, you're a fighter and a bodyguard. You're beating up a homeless guy. And right. just, things could have went very wrong. And I'm glad I didn't. But it, for the next like 15 minutes, I was like, my adrenaline was still going. I was like, man, I should have cracked him, man. You know, I was like, man, I should have. You know, but I'm so glad I didn't. It's just not worth it, man. You know, it's not worth for it. What? You know what? If we want to fight, we'll go to the beach wrestling. Go yeah, to I'll go to the spar somewhere and get way better out of it, more of a challenging, and learn something, and the energy's better, you know? Knocking somebody out, man, it could fall on the concrete. There's, like, statues and stuff everywhere out there where I was. Very yeah. nice area. I was like... Crack their head, die. It looks yeah. like they can't hear anything. The cameras that are out there, all they see is bigger guy moving forward, cracking this guy, and it's, oh, okay, you're a bodyguard. You were here in town to bodyguard this artist. Yeah. And you're beating up a homeless guy. So it was like... Yeah, yeah. no, that's a good story. And Steve... I want to hear about how you got hired for this gig because, okay, Little John seems like a really cool guy and, you know, you're a big white dude. You know, his ex-bodyguard's a black dude and, big you know, guy, they yeah. probably got a lot more, a bigger guy than yeah. you. They probably got a little more in common, maybe. Yeah. But you got that job, like, what do you think? I mean, I know what I think, but I want you to explain for all the listeners, like, why do you think that you got hired in this situation where, you know, you kind of negotiated it on your own yeah. and they really, really wanted you? I think the guy, he just wanted to try me for one day. I believe his, the guy was sick or whatever. And I don't want to say too much, you know, but, um, and so like, you know, I went out, I tried, but he saw, I, I was, I'm there early. I'm dressed for the situation, nice suit, tailored. I go in there, I address all the security in the clubs. Everywhere we go, I take initiative. I'm always trying to get things done quicker and not talk too much at the same time. So I was just more professional and I dress nice and I talk to everybody and, and I try and delegate the situation. Like I talk to the head of security, I shake everybody's hand and look them in the eyes. And so I just don't think you used to deal with somebody that professional. 
Right. And then said, so I got to stop everybody from taking pictures and stuff like that and stuff. So it's the crowd control, but just very calm and being professional. And he liked the way I spoke. I spoke clearly and, you know, I, I'm able to articulate myself in a professional way right. to professionals. And, and he's Because that's a job where not a lot of guys, they're just meatheads. Yeah, they're kind of tools. And yeah. Like, they see chicks like, oh, yeah, they shine their flashlight on their butt. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm very professional. Yeah. And if someone comes to Annie, he's like, how can I accommodate you this evening? What is it you need? How can I help you? And I'm trying to be professional because I don't know who his friends are at that point. Right. So everybody, let's listen. Again, I'm just doing my job. I want to help you out. I want to see everybody, you know, it's like, so I'm being nice and I'm talking to him. So after that, he was like, hey, you know, I'm here for two more days. You know, the manager said, John wants to use you for the rest of the duration here. And I was doing a door at a pool party for winter music conference. I was like, you know, all right. I was like, I figured once I get in one day, that's it. The other guy is in trouble once they see how I work. And it was just, you know, I'm there about the, you know, I want to make, the thing is, you want to make the artist look as good as possible and let him have the best time. It's about making him happy, nothing else. It's not about me at all. So if I can do whatever, whatever I can do to facilitate him and make him happy, that's my job. And make everything smooth and make him look good. So if I'm talking to the club owners, the promoter that brought him down, talking to whoever it is I'm making him look good I, I'm a reflection of him so right you know so I, I need to be on my a-game and I need to be professional and I need to put his other crew other guys in the crew and entourage and check and let them know it's I'm not might not be the wisest idea when dealing with you know these guys you never know who you're gonna see again and he hangs out with some upper echelon of people he hangs around the top of the food chain so yeah you know. and uh, Steve a lot of people have this view of little John right he's Turned out for what? Yeah, he's yeah. got his thing and he yeah. looks real crazy and wild. Yeah. And, but he's actually a really, really smart businessman. Yeah, he's got a genius IQ. And one of the guys that's his good friend that hangs with us is Damon John from Shark Tank. I mean, if those who know him, they know he was on Celebrity Apprentice. Mm -hmm. He's actually got a lot of game and, and he almost won it. And he's got a movie production company and he's like, and now he's a, he's a dance music DJ. That turned down for what is number one in the dance music charts. So he's very versatile. And one other thing, all the artists, mm -hmm. they all pay homage to him. They're like, yo, man, you're the best. Because he hangs out with Avicii, Steve Aoki, all the big DJs as well. But, I mean, the he plays dance. He came out with the crunk style, dubstep, trap. Like, he can spin all those variations, and he reads the crowd, and he's an entertainer as well. So all that encompassed in what he is is there's no other guy. And that voice, it's like there's nobody else that really can do that. That's why he's been nonstop doing this for nine years right so it's like and he's tried out and had different bodyguards and stuff like that and it's um you know and now i just think he just wants to this is his second big go around i mean he's he had a big go around with and then some stuff with lmfao who we see them a lot but now he's starting to get that big second wind and man he understands it he has to do everything right so it's like maximize whatever situation you're in talk to those people you know like you know and i text a lot of these guys you know we talk and stuff like that and i have dinner and it's like man make the most of your surroundings you know what it might not even be your time to talk to those chicks or to talk to that guy that's hanging out that guy his boss might hire you for the best job you might ever have in your life so you know use it utilize everything around you talk to everybody also, what do you do? Find out, you know, don't ask like an asshole, but, oh, excuse me, I can't say that. And so it's like, you know, find out what, you might be in that situation for another reason, not to get laid. Right. You know, talk to that guy and, and then some chick might see you talking to him and you might be 
talking about business or you never know. And then all of a sudden some other chick's like, oh man, he's not into it. This is not what he's here for. And then you might get attract attention from another lady. That's such like, a great point because know? when women see that you're just thirsty and just looking yeah, to talk man. women, okay, yeah. that didn't work next woman. Yeah. But when you're there talking to everybody, when you're wheeling and yeah. dealing, because yeah. that's what ballers do. Yeah, that's what they right? do. That's what they do. And that's what you do. Yeah, man, that's what I try and do, you know? Yeah, that's man. the thing, I'm gonna maximize. Like, I had a girl, I'm not gonna say who, it's fun, we're talking to her, we're talking, that's super cool, but I actually met Dr. Dre's bodyguard. Been with him 16 years. The guy had a lot of games. That guy actually guessed my birthday on the first guess. Wow. A lot of games. Super the, nice. the day and the month. No, no, within two days, but the oh, month. Okay. He said, and he goes, mine's two days within yours. We're the same, that's why I know. And he had a lot of game, older black guy, but man, we hit it off and boom, 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 we're talking and all that. And I'm just like, wow, just like, we're just going back and forth very quick on the draw. And so just a calm dude, super cool. And so it was cool that how down to earth he was. And I got him up in the DJ booth and whatever, got him some drinks, whatever. But he didn't ask for anything. But at that point, okay, should I talk to this chick that's interested in me? That's, you know, in a beauty pageant, whatever, or talk to this guy. Okay, right. who's going to pay my bills? What more is going to come out of that? Okay, I, I meet hot chicks all the time right you know it's like if it's meant to be it's meant to be anyways if i'm gonna it's gonna happen with this chick it's just gonna make her want you more when she sees you networking with other people and and that's it and so like exchange numbers i still talk to the guy and he asked me to come out there to work yeah, i'm not going to but you know we're gonna collaborate on something eventually right so it's like i got a lot more and i still got the girl's number so it's like you know <laughs> right. it's like work on what you're there for you never know Talk to everybody around. You don't know what one of those chicks' father that in the group, the fat chick that you're talking to, that you're not talking to. Her father might be the owner of the business you want to get into. Right. It might be the biggest net, and it's, you just don't know. Talk to people. Get them to talk to you. Communication is everything. Utilize the environment around you to work for you. And if you don't do that, if it's a closed mouth, don't get fed. Closed mouths there with, don't get fed. You know, you're sitting yeah. there in the corner, you know, down and you're saying, talk to people, man. If it don't work, then you know what? You need to work on your approach. What right. are you doing wrong? Yeah, that's great stuff. And definitely don't want to be that guy who's, it's just so easy to see where you're coming from. You know, you're just there thirsty, up in the club to meet some girls. Yeah. And real know. tight shirt on, you know, spandex <laughs> shirt on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we actually know a couple guys yeah, like that. Yeah, we do. But let's talk about some of the top lessons you've learned from your experiences because I've known you for a long time, mm -hmm. but man, you've jumped up so much. You've always had game more than anybody I know. First time Thank I recognized that you. was when we were all hanging out after jujitsu and we were up in one of these Miami clubs and I come walking over to you with a girl I know you're not gonna like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Steve without missing a beat read the situation pulled out his phone started talking to nobody and walk oh yeah I gotta talk so yeah, you know and that was before people were doing that this was like 10 11 years this was like a while long back. time ago yeah that was before guys are doing it. now it's like a staple pull out the phone and act like you're on a serious conversation right that's yeah. how I stick the phone finger in the other ear though just in case they try and talk to me through the other ear i'll pick up the phone and stick my finger in my ear and then i'll say out loud hold on i can't hear you somebody's trying to talk to me while i'm on the phone hold on one second and i'll walk around like it's real important no that and was that, great you weren't yeah you, you gotta set your alarm a little earlier than that, to get that one. i yeah. saw that one coming yesterday i was yeah. like oh yeah walking over smiling with some chick now i know what's going on yeah yeah i gave it yeah. away pretty bad but yeah man but like i was saying you really shot up even more in the past year that you've been you doing this so what are some of the top lessons that you've learned from meeting all these people, traveling the world? You just came back from Dubai.
You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle-building workout. See you next episode. 